It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in Grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in It's a one-hour show, constantly speaking facts Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style Jake is gonna educate you, he has that knowledge on fire Player, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for Straight Facts What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, presented by the Up On Game Network. We are the sports show that educates and entertains. I don't, this is a big deal right now. Full roster. It's been a while. It's been, been a little bit that we've had all four of us, and we know how it goes with all four of us on here. It's your boy, James Jackson. My guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, Ed Stat, Matt Robinson. Coming at you Thanksgiving Eve, the day before Thanksgiving. So you know we got a whole lot of football to talk about, basketball and swing. Whole lot of basketball to talk about, but first off, my guys, how we doing, man? It's, it's been a little bit since we all been in the studio. It's the best time of year, man. It starts to get cold. The holidays start hitting. Some people like summer. I'm I more hate of like the, a, I hate the cold. I'm more like a fall winter guy, to be honest with you. I think no, I'm way more of a fall more. winter guy. I need than some a summer nah. guy. Yeah, 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 I need some more. <laughs> nah, you know, I do more. actually like when it gets dark early. I know people think I'm weird for that. But the cold, I went in my car this morning. I had to get up early. It was like the 20, cold's drawn. No, there's the it cold was is twenty degrees out. It's a little too early. What to look quick. For me, I'm really feeling really good because the Eagles are playing really good football mm-hmm, and the right. Sixers have Tyrese Maxey, who's yes, a lot better than I thought. Right. So I'm doing pretty good. Not uh, not much better than I thought. We still have our Maxey ticket, most improved, riding it out. I feel it, great it, it, about yo, it took a dip great. for a little bit for maybe no, like, I was like a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> for like a four or five game stretch, it did. But now, now, now you're back. You're well, back. Looking without forward. Embiid, he's That's been the like the guy. He put up those games, though. With, yeah, yeah. It's going to drop off a little bit. A little bit. He's still, he's still good. He got the stats in. Yeah. It's 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 still in the running. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to basketball in a little bit because we're going to start with football. It's the most prevalent thing right now, and it's that time of the year where we start looking at the playoff picture, and that's what everybody loves to see. Teams who are like are are trying to get in or are in the hunt. That's the teams we're going to focus on right now for this first segment. Like which teams like who are in the hunt do we think are actually going to break into the playoffs? We'll go kind of kind of down list by list to see. Which teams we got? Don't smile at me like that. Which team you think I'm going to say, Jay? <laughs> Don't smile. Can I get to them first? Where, yeah, where are yeah, they? No, go ahead. They're second. You're not smiling. <laughs> they want to lead off with them. Let me talk about the, the division with division leaders first. The NFC North, we've got the Packers at 8-3. and three. The NFC South, we have the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 7-3. and three. NFC East, Cowboys 7-3. and three. NFC West, the Cardinals start hanging on at 9-2. and two, The best record in football, actually, right now. The wild cards right now. Vikings, Saints, Rams. So we're going to talk about the teams in the hunt. First off, we'll talk about the 49ers. And Kyle, I want to start with you talking about the Niners because we we had a you had a big board. I was the guest on the big board right. preseason. Right. They were picked to win the NFC West, and we shot them down to four, so they got no chance yeah. of winning the division. But they they're in the hunt right now for a while. Yeah, I mean they started one and three, and I, we're we're sitting on our you know sitting on our high legendary. Absolutely, like, oh, we were right, but uh, they're back to five and five. Uh, they have the e- or half a game up on the Eagles. It's still too early for all these in the hunt teams. It's mm-hmm. half a game. Tied with the Vikings and the Saints, who just, I guess, get tiebreakers over them in the wild card. And they have the best shot, actually, to make the playoffs of any of these teams in the hunt. And actually a better shot per 538 than beating the Saints and getting in over Mm -hmm. these Saints. The Saints have a 33% shot. The 49ers have a 49% shot to make the playoffs. They've been playing well. 
I'm scared, though. I still don't think this team is good. They still have to play the Bengals, the Titans, the Rams, and the Seahawks. All away all games. Road, all, all on the road. I mean, we'll see about this team. I don't think they should really have a higher shot than the Saints. I kind of see it 50-50 at this point if we're just talking those two teams. But do, they still are turning heads because they started 1-3. and three. We thought they were out. Do they still start? They still start Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Right. Still mm-hmm. their right, right. Yeah. They're so doomed. Like, you're just doomed. Like, I don't... Can I call Can I call them a little bit impressive, though, for, for this, oh, this juggling of quarterback? They got juggling, and, they're, 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 and juggling of running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a different running back every week. I mean, they that's that's nothing new to them, though. Exactly. That's I mean, true. that's that's just their scheme. But like, look, they're they're a solid team. They're going to be in a lot of games because of their running game and their defense. And we'll talk about. I mean, a lot of the teams who are hoping to get in, um, the ones who I am going to back and think that they have a chance of of making it are teams that predicated on the run because most of them, admittedly, don't have a very good like elite there's a quarterback. You're, you're, you're what it takes. Spot. Right. You're three zero spot. And if there's if there's a team that can hang their hat on even out of the, the teams we'll get to, it's the 49ers who, let's not forget, went to the Super Bowl when, when their quarterback attempted you know, 10 passes in the NFC yeah. Championship game or something stupid like that. Matt, you got the 49ers 7th in DVOA, which suggests they're going to get in. Right? I think they really. I think the Rams win was a real statement when people were really slagging off Kyle Shanahan. Uh, they were 2-4 and four, and 3-5. and five. They played the Rams. No one thought they were going to win. They dominate the Rams. They come back, dominate the Jaguars, which most teams have, but still – that's what you got to do. And mm-hmm. in a year where there's really no good NFL team, good coaching can just kind of get you there. That was my next point, man. And they have the tiebreaker over the Eagles. They play Minnesota coming up. That could get them another really big tiebreaker mm-hmm. as well. So they're, I think their playoff shot at 49% makes a lot of sense, and I agree with it. I mean, that that Kyle Shanahan point is where I was going to go next. It's right. perfect. Like, could we not just overlook the fact that they have maybe the best offensive mind in the NFL? Like, yes, they have Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. Yes, they have a revolving door of receiver. But you know who makes it work? Someone as dynamic as, you know, Kyle Shanahan. And, right. and, and getting, you know, someone like George Kittle back in the rotation, you know, healthy on a game-to-game basis. Like, the fact that they have five wins makes me very encouraged about this 49ers team. I was with you, Kyle. Like, I was not ready – to put them as a, as a playoff team, they keep playing like this. They're gonna find their way. In. Right. I mean, Debo Samuel is now turned into a superstar, possibly. running back too. He's, yeah, he's like Cordero, man. They yeah, just yeah. give him the ball would, any which way. <laughs> I would put it out there. He'll be an All Pro this year. Yeah, hundred percent a Pro you got Bowler. To, you got um, to. On the coach thing, though, I mean, the team they're chasing, the team in the last wild card spot right now, the team five thirty eight thinks has a worse shot than them. Has Sean Payton at the coach? So that's a good coach too. I mean, I agree. Shanahan is a better coach. Maybe they have a little more talent than the Saints, but. I don't think either of these teams are, you know, talented enough to take a game in the playoffs. Trevor Simeon is a massive drop off, right. even compared to Garoppolo. Like they, that's why I, I'm really fading the Saints. Like I just right. don't think they. Have I don't want to hear the name Trevor Simeon. Right. I don't want to. <laughs> don't bring him up. Don't yeah. bring him and up. Alvin Kamara is just not playing. He's not playing this week no. either. Got ruled out today. So yeah. that's tough. Why? What's the What's the fight for over there? All right, man. You want to get to your team? You've been staring at yeah. the script like, uh, like half yeah. the, like, the time we've talked about the 49ers. All three of y'all. Y'all, the Eagles are really five and six. They're coming. They're the coming really, back. The Eagles strong, are man. really five and, and six. And you consider, like they they could even have a better record. We talk about yeah. the 49ers, how the 49ers are in the tiebreaker. Right. That's yeah. like I've never seen a team play a better game and lose. That's actually maybe not true. But it's one. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's up there. Easiest remaining strength of schedule in the league. You guys play the Giants twice. You guys play the Washington Football Team. Jets. You guys Jets. play the Jets. My goodness. Cowboys. 40%. 40% shot to make the playoffs per 538. Um, also and, and, higher than the Saints. Right, right. Which is crazy. <laughs> 12th in DVOA as well. Like, 
I, I had your win projection total at six, seven games coming into the season. Right. And you're and you're right there. You're at five and six, half a game out of a, of a wild card spot. Oh, you were already got wide eyes because you they, no one no one expected this, right? No one. I well, did not. Stop well, it. Stop I bet it. him to win the NFC. East. I bet him you to did. make the playoffs. Your bet's looking better than mine, but uh, but I mean, they still. Here's what I will say: It's really a shame that they let those games early in the year get away from them because they could feasibly, if they just win some some of the easy ones early in the year, you put yourself in contention for the division. That's obviously right. out the window now. Uh, the Cowboys sitting at seven and three, clearly the best team in the division. But I think a lot of football. I think it I, I think they really have turned it around though. Like they're starting to trend in the right direction as opposed to the wrong one. Four right. one since Nick Sirianni did this in a press conference. Yeah. Four one since he, he since he was blooming the seeds. flowers. He planted the seeds. I mean, you know how flowers they take time to grow. Unbelievable. Unbe- uh, absolutely unbelievable. We gotta get him on the pot. He's like, have you ever listened to him talk? He's like an eccentric talker. Like I don't. He, know he, he did this yeah. on national TV. Yeah. <laughs> he did right. this. So the Eagles. I'm happy. <laughs> it's really. Play, 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 play I simply. really thought this was going to be a miserable, dull year. Sirianni did not know what he was doing in the beginning of the year. He's learned as a coach how yeah. to play, and I don't buy into their defensive mindset because it's basically let the quarterback beat you. But five of the next six quarterbacks <laughs> they play won't beat you. are yeah. terrible. Yeah, won't beat you. They're terrible. So we're set. We're going to go nine and eight, maybe even ten and seven. He's fired That'll up. get us to the playoffs. Yeah, he's fired up. This percentage should be higher. Our schedule's so easy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's a key part. There's a reason they have the easiest schedule remaining in the league, too. Mm-hmm. Because there's five teams currently in playoff positions that we've already played. And we lost the four of them. The only win we got was the Saints, right? So, I mean, there's a re- they don't even have to get on the plane the rest of the season. You got to go to New York twice. You got to go to Washington yeah. once. Bus rides. I mean, so I, I, I think to answer your question, you opened the segment with which in the hunt team is going to break into the playoffs. I'm going to take the Eagles. I think they take the same spot. And I think the Vikings and 49ers will be in there too. One of those teams will make it. I would lean Vikings, but I, I truly think, and this isn't just the fans speaking. I mean, we just ran through all the numbers, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I, I can't see us losing. What do we got? Seven games left. I think six, 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 six games six. left. There's four of them. I I can't see us losing. To be honest with you, and two if, Giants, two Washington, one Jets. That's five. Right. So you go four and one, lose the Cowboys. That's nine and eight. And yeah. here's the thing: if if it was on Jalen Hurts to get you guys in the playoffs, I would bet against it. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to put a team on the back to get you guys down this this stretch of games to the play. You just don't gotta lose them. Just right. don't don't. Hey, Nick Sirianni. Um, Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Gannon, it's all just don't lose the game. Like, we, these games should win themselves if we stick to our game plan. And the biggest thing is Miles Sanders came back and finally took y'all 11 games to and playing him in the offense. On, on he was hurt. Cylinders. He was yeah. hurt. On yeah. all yeah. Even before he was hurt. Don't get me wrong. Even before he was hurt. No, but you found, the, you the, found the running game while he was out. But I was worried about when he came right. back in, all of a sudden not going to give it to him. Right. And you did that. You continued to give it to him. And look what happened. I mean, Again, this was against the number one run defense in football, yeah, yeah. too. So we – they found a system that's going to definitely work for the rest of the regular season offensively. The, the O-line's way better than I thought they were, yeah. especially even my Lada now, who, like, I was not skeptical about because anyone that big, I mean, you're going to have a couple good games. But now he's making plays almost every down. But the difference in Miles Sanders is, like, Jake talked about we lost to the 49ers and we played well. Well, the coaching was horrible. Yep. That's the reason we did a Philly special on fourth and goal at the one. 
not to mention three of the four plays were pass plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I think Sirianni's kind of hit his groove. He was a first-year uh, NFL coach. He's hit his groove now. We're moving forward, and you see the play calling over the past. It's been a month now. This isn't a flash in the pan. This is really what the Eagles are, and I think they can continue it going. Now, don't get cocky now. No. Don't, don't, don't get cocky now. You still got to win these these last five, right. six games. This is a Jets team who's caught some people lacking. Yeah. There's a Giants team who's caught some people lacking. I just like, want to say, these are teams the who Eagles caught people have lacking. never lost to the Jets. This, this, Ever. These like, are that's, teams. That's never that's happened. That's cool. That's cool. But these are teams that have already caught teams lacking earlier right. in the season. Jets team who just beat a, a beat a good team. Say, or Giants team who beat the Saints on the road earlier in the season. You're right. Fall off the Saints. I like, pray to God they start Flacco. It, it would be the funniest thing of all time no, if they fl- start Joe Flacco against probably. the Eagles. Like, but it, no, Wilson's already ruled in the starter now. If he well, what else are they going to do? But I'll take that way over <laughs> Bengals, Bengals <laughs> Titans, Rams, and Seahawks on the road. Like, I'll take no, the just, I just want to do a day. Jets joke. So the Jets lost their quarterback injury. They traded a draft pick for a guy that they had on the team last year. That was unvaccinated. And then he infects White. So now him and White are both out mm. on Sunday because they're because they so they lost the draft pick and they subjected Mike White to injury due to COVID because of their stupidity. Classic Jets. That sounds on par. Classic Jets. We can touch on the last three. I w- I want to give this next team a little bit of time though. Five and six Carolina Panthers, who yes are, are coming off a loss. Max shaking his head. I'm no. shaking my head. Max Jake is also shaking his head. I no. didn't actually, but I just want to make it known that did internally I was shaking. I've my never said I've never seen someone not shake their head and announce I'm shaking my head too. Internally, but his head not moving. I agreed with Matt. You agree with Matt. And but I you wanted give, to you shake the, my head, but the moment had passed. <laughs> you give the Panthers absolutely no chance. Not no chance. Adding Cam Newton. There's is, a battery pack there. Is There's a some step kind of forward. Spark, right? There's some kind of spark. It's a step forward. McCaffrey but coming back. McCaffrey, McCaffrey obviously, obviously McCaffrey. Forward. But I, I still, I still am in the same spot with Cam that I was when he was in New England. I just don't know if he's got it with the arm. Now I, I, I got to see him throw a touchdown for and, yeah. and not a two yard out route to the to the pylon. I need to see he's him good like, in the red zone. Throw throw the ball down the field and finish it with a touchdown. Actually, they should probably just have Darnold like and then once they get to the twenty, put in Cam. That yeah. would be way better than whatever they're running now. Right. Like what the Saints did. With but the thing is, Big Cam only gets in the game two times because this team doesn't even get to the twenty. That's the thing about the Panthers for me right now. I mean. You got to jump two teams. We lock in the Rams to a wild card. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. So there's only two spots even more above that. You got to jump four teams. They for already two lost spots, the tiebreaker to Washington and the Eagles. They got to play the Bucks twice. They got to play Buffalo on the road. Right. They'll, they'll win their next two games. People will get excited because they play Miami and Atlanta. And Miami's then, on a roll, though. I mean, I'm not even sure that's a lock in yeah. game. That's three straight for Miami. So I, don't know. I think yeah. there's too much for the Panthers to overcome this yeah, season. There, there's too much. All right. Real quick, yes or no, Washington football team? No. Hell playing, no. Playing well on the longest win streak tied yeah. with the Eagles in the NFC. If which we is can't justify only the Panthers, two games, I don't see but... how we can justify Washington <laughs> yeah, football right. team exactly. or, the, or yes. the Falcons in that. Yeah. Falcons do have the third easiest remaining or third easiest remaining strength of schedule, but they do have losses, lost tiebreakers to Washington and Philly last place in DVOA. They Not also have enough. four 23 plus point losses. Which is twice as many as the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Any stat you're doubling the Lions bad. You're, yeah, you're, you're, they're you're negative, in big they're, their negative point differential is their point differential is negative one ten. The Lions is negative one thirteen. The Falcons are horrible. Yeah, they're terrible. But they're uh, really terrible. But that's they funny because they were in a wild card spot two weeks. They ago. got I actually. No shot. I actually think we just talked about Carolina and Washington. I give the Falcons the best shot out of any of them at a shot to do it. I don't think they do it though. 
I don't see any of them doing it. Real quick, let's put a bow on it. Which in the hug teams break the playoffs for me? That is the Eagles are going to take the Saints spot, and that's it. I see the Vikings and Rams. I agree. Eagles and 49ers jump the Saints and Vikings. Mm, I thought you you were going to go there. I'm not going to do it. The 49ers, I'm not going to do it. I I can't see it. I can't see you. You can't put the Niners in or you can't put the Eagles in? I can't put the Eagles in. You you can't get ready for a two versus seven Eagles Bucks playoff. I would actually love to see that. That would actually be awesome. You don't want to see us. I do want to see y'all. There's nothing nothing about that. It would be great. I would rather see y'all. I'd rather see y'all. I'd rather see y'all than the Saints. I'd rather see y'all than the 49ers. Yeah, I'd rather see y'all than all of them. You'd rather see us than Trevor Simeon? Sleeping. We played, Simeon beat us already. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah like depending on how we, we played play a next competitive week. game against you guys before we the Saints our defense offense, always though. plays like a really competitive game. Well, it's division. Right. All right, but let's wrap it up. Who? Any of these teams getting in for you? Yeah, 49ers and Saints. I see. Gotcha. I see. So Vikings out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Really? Vikings out. Okay. Let's move over to the AFC because we ain't on any of the AFC teams. We'll go with very quickly. In the hunt teams: Steelers, Colts, Browns, Raiders, and Broncos. The division leaders: the Ravens, Titans, Pats, and Chiefs. So real quick, the 5-4-1 and one Steelers, second hardest remaining strength of schedule in the league with four division games left. And they went on a string of like three or four weeks where they were winning these Fugazi games, and it was making me really mad. They finally came back down to earth with a tie against the Jets. They almost won another Fugazi game on Sunday night. Yeah, it's just, it's just real, real just Fugazi wins. But now 5-4-1, and one, back in the hunt. Their schedule's They're back brutal. in the hunt, but... Again, like your quarterback is going to take you as far as you're going to go for like ninety percent of the teams. If you're the Titans, maybe not. Maybe you can get around it because you have ton of weapons and Derrick Henry whenever if he comes back. But an old Big Ben is just not. Do- and like beyond that, Mason Rudolph isn't doing it yeah, either. Like they have, they have a really good defense. They have um, some weapons on the outside, and I really like it, Najee Harris. Uh, but I'm going to have to say no because their division is so tough. Right. Every game they have left is against a team that's 500 or better. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, brutal. I mean, you got the Ravens twice. You got at the Bengals, like home against the Browns. And James, you said they tied the Jets. No, nah, they tied the Lions. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the come on now. At home in Heinz Field, the weather was iffy for like the first quarter and a half. Still no excuses. I mean, I, I think it's tough. I think at most, this was a division we were looking at a couple weeks ago where we're like, the AFC North could get two wild cards. But then you realize none of them have played each other yet. Yeah. So at most, I think we see one AFC North team get in. But now that some other teams are playing better that we're going to get on, I, there might not even be a wild card AFC North team. And if there is one, I'm not taking the Steelers. No, I definitely see a wild card AFC North team. But I see the AFC. But they, if they split these games, if they if they just go 500, they all have the same. Or you records. could let the Colts sneak in. Exactly. I don't know. I, I think at the least Colts one could, of them. Maybe. The well, Colts could easily sneak in. Here's what I do see in the AFC. I see no no runaway team in the AFC. So every everybody is kind of conjoining into that up upper middle class area yeah. yep. in the AFC. You know how many teams you have to jump? At least four or five legitimate wild card teams you have to jump. And the Steelers don't have the firepower to do that. Right? The, the Steelers do not have enough in their tank to do that. Most years. Mike Tomlin will never finish with a losing record. We know this, right? So most years, eight and eight or nine and eight would, would get you in the playoffs. Eight and one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He's and done this, it. this year, this year in the AFC, I don't see eight, eight and one getting you in the playoffs. I agree. I agree with you. I don't you. see it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Are we moving? I thought you had something. I thought you had something to say about the Steelers. That's no, no, I keep chuckling. The thing is, I look at like so we have like the division leaders and everything listed on our script, and it makes me chuckle every time I look up and see the Patriots are seven and four. 
Like ridiculous, what right? The heck? Why they can't keep getting away with this? Ridiculous, ridiculous, right? No, Bill Belichick is he, that's the boogeyman on. Defense. Who let them be seven and four? That's the boogeyman that's on defense. And and it I really revert is. back a couple of weeks ago to to Matt saying to all Patriots fans, don't look for like a deep playoff run. Just be happy that Mac Jones is getting better. I think the sites could look for maybe not a deep playoff run, but like we're we're seven and four. We're we're, we're above the Bills in the AFC East. We can look towards building in the playoffs. The number one seed in the AFC has lost to the Jets, and did they lose to last week? They got killed by. Uh, did they get beat by the Dolphins? Um, I actually don't know. I don't know. Who Wait, oh, Houston. 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 Yeah. Houston. Right. Houston. So the, the AFC is wide open. I think that's for the taking for Kansas City, the 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 team that you let back rise from the dead when mm-hmm. they could have buried them. But uh, some there are some marketers who are like, ooh, imagine a Belichick versus Brady Super Bowl right now. And yeah. it's not – it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world. It's not going to happen. I'd be pretty close to it. But Colts are next on the list. I think the Colts are are really good. I think I think they found their identity. Jonathan Taylor's having an absolutely incredible breakout season. He's mm-hmm. getting MVP attention. Right. He is leading the league in rushing, leading the league in yards per carry. They the Colts don't turn the ball over, despite the fact that they had a Carson Wentz, which mm-hmm. is pretty wild. Reich's done a good job coaching, and they haven't lost in regulation since September. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 on a roll. I think they steal probably the Bengals slot. Yeah. I, and I, I agree with you. There won't be an AFC North wild card team. Well, right, that was Kyle. That was, that was my point. Yeah, yeah. and this and talking about that five thirty eight, which we were referencing before, the Colts have a fifty seven percent shot to get in on five thirty eight. The Bengals only have a forty nine percent shot, so that's the kind of the swap they're making and. I kind of agree with it, mm. right? I mean, they're the only – first of all, they're the hottest team out of any of these teams right now, three-game winning streak. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have kicked the Pats out, mm. right? I would have went Bengals, Colts, Chargers. And just to touch on the Chargers, the Chargers schedule is ridiculously easy. It's really hard for me to pull them out of a wild card right now, especially the Bills. So I think it's that Bengals spot mm. up for grabs. And if I want to go with my heart, it's like the Pats are out and the Colts are in because I think those are the best teams. But the Pats have been proving me wrong, so I, I think I'm throwing the Colts in over the Bengals. Yeah, I really do. I like the Colts. The only thing with me is it's just a big mountain to climb. Like, are they better? Or will they end better than the Bills? Um, I shouldn't have the Bills schedule in front of me, but in terms of, like, team skill, the Bills haven't been that impressive. No, me. but I do think at DVOA some point. DVOA has them as the biggest variant team since the Buffalo? 2005 49ers so inconsistency week to week is so askew for Mm. buffalo they're the most inconsistent team since 2005 i I do think they they edge out the afc east at the end of the season over the patriots which then puts the patriots and colts you would think so like you like you would think like i i I won't be surprised if it doesn't happen you know i'm I'm still banging out they're they're only you know a a half a game back of that afc spot that that top afc spot with the patriots I have to uh, guys, assume guys, that guys, we get down. The Patriots play the Titans next week for the one seed in the AFC. Oh, I, don't, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're really they're and, number three in DVOA. The and it's Bill freaking Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we mentioned Kyle Shanahan. Like same applies to Bill Belichick. When there's just scrum, there's not one mm-hmm. team that is so much better than the other. It allows for guys like Belichick to outcoach and, and earn his team wins. Like Sirianni used to give wins away, as we talked about earlier. 
Belichick does the opposite. So right, right. Well, getting getting it back to the Colts. Um, Kyle talked about the, you know probably the hottest team, one of the highest teams in the AFC, the only in the hunt team on a winning streak, right? Three games, eighth in DVOA, and there's something to be said about playing your best ball like at, at a good time, going down the stretch. And I think the Colts are starting to play their best football right now. Offense starting to come together. We talked about Jonathan Taylor the last couple of weeks breaking out, defense shoring things up too. And that's great because the best team or presumably the best team all season in their division lost their best player. This is the best time to start playing your best football. So that 57% chance to make the playoffs starts to skyrocket. Um, we'll move down the list a little bit. The Browns are also six and five. Look to start falling off a cliff. Looks like they're hanging on to something right. a little bit in that AFC North. We've already said you don't think an AFC North team <laughs> gets it at all. So, so this will wipe out the Browns right. already. Yeah, well, so we talked about the Steelers having the second hardest schedule remaining. The Browns is the hardest. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincy and the Ravens are like right after that. Mm -hmm. Like they all still have to play each other and they none of them have a losing record. Actually, right. in fact, all of them have a winning record. That sucks. <laughs> my that thing, is, sucks. My thing is now, like, because the way we have uh, our script, it looks like you look at the first place teams and you're like, oh, they're in because that's kind of how it was in the NFC. But the Pats are really only a game up of being out. Yeah. Like the Colts are like one game back. Or, or like three so, or four of so these now teams. I still yeah. think the Pats can get caught. The thing is, the Pats have the Jaguars and the Dolphins the last two weeks of the season. And I'll trust Bill Belichick playing yeah, for his life against those up. two teams. But Jacksonville will be already yeah, playing in their I, 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 I mean, I really think like if one team squeaks in, it's so hard to pick. It would be the Bengals. The Browns have a shot. They all do. Mm -hmm. But they all have to like nah, I but the Browns they, the, the Browns road to get there is so tough. And I think they have the opposite like situation than the Eagles do. Well, their quarterbacks gotta win them these games. Yeah. The Baker's gotta go down and win them to the stretch of these games. Two of their like four like games left. Uh, or four division games left. Twice of them are going to be the fact that they barely the eked out a win over Detroit makes it, they're done. Well, I mean, they're done. Like the Steelers, they didn't have Roethlisberger. It was terrible weather, and the Steelers always lose stupid games. But I don't think they're going to make the playoffs either. The that had to be a get it right game for the for the Browns. They were they got blown out by the Patriots, embarrassed by them. Then they come back. Okay, easy game, winless Lions. Boom, they eke out a three-point win at home. And Baker's been playing with, what, did he have a torn labrum? Yeah. Or, like, oh, my gosh. So, even without it, like, he's another guy. Like, there's so many. I'd say, really, there's probably only a handful of quarterbacks that, like, absent of a really good team, any team outside of those eight or ten are not winning. The Browns are, are outside of that. They have, they literally are, are strong in a lot of areas. You want to be great pass rush, great running attack, probably, like, two – of the most skilled running backs. I don't in think the league, we ever saw just... the Browns hit their like potential this season. No. I don't think we ever saw the Browns hit their ceiling. And if I never see you hit your ceiling, it's hard for me to imagine you in the playoffs. In they a have a race shot like too. This. They have a shot too. Baker's back, getting healthier by the week. Nick Chubb is now back, coming off of some good performances. They have a shot too. If you get Kareem Hunt back at any chance, it might be a, an addition by subtraction yeah. for Odell Beckham. Like yeah. who? Who knows? There's um, the thing. All of these AFC North teams, one of them could go. They all play each other like four times. One of them could go in 4-0 sweep. And one of them could 3-1. Yeah. But it would be stupid of us here as like people trying to analyze the game, especially by the stats, to think that's a probable outcome and really like stick a hard point on that. And if you're going to pick one, the Browns are at the bottom of the standings of all of them right now. I agree. I agree. Other teams who have a chance are in the hunt. The Raiders at 5-5. Five and five, The Broncos also at 5-5. Five and five. That AFC West division also is going to come down to a crazy tight right. race. All right. So we'll wrap it up in a boat again. Which AFC teams in the hunt do you see making it in? 
I like the Bengals. They beat the Ravens. We'll keep them in there. I'm going to kick out. I'm just not sold on the Bills' offense. I don't know. It would be a big shocker, but, like, they're not moving the ball as efficiently as they were last year. Josh Allen, they're not some high-flying, like, Dallas-equivalent offense. They're just not that anymore. Um, So I'm going to put the Colts in and then keep the Chargers in. So we go Bengals, Colts, and Chargers as the wild card teams. Wow, Kyle. I I think the Colts just – all the logic says the Colts take the Bengals spot, and it's really hard for me to go against it sometimes. I know I lean with my heart a lot. If I were to lean with my heart, the Pats come out, the Colts jump in, the Bills win the division, Bengals keep their spot. Bengals the kind of crush the Ravens. That's though. the thing. They I, again? I, I also still, lost to the Jets like, though. <laughs> still, <laughs> like, 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 uh, yeah, so the Tennessee, the Jets are just pulling double. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. That's, right. that's right. what I'm trying to say that to y'all. Eagles fans yeah. are they've already caused people slipping. If I gotta stamp it down, the Colts are taking the Bengals spot. Matt. Colts take Bengals spot. Pats win the division over the Bills. My goodness. Yeah. Am I, I mean, I'm kind of with you, Kyle. Like, I think stuff kind of regresses back to the mean and starts to make sense a little bit. We've had, like, a lot of energy on our stuff. I, I'm just up. happy. There is not the a good game. NFL team this year is my theory. I hear well, you, but I do think the Bills overtake the Pats for the AFC East, but the Pats are good enough to make the playoffs. I, I think they overtake and, and kick out the Bengals, and the Colts also kick out the Bengals. I think, I'm keeping the Chargers think, in, too. Yeah, this thing about the Chargers, like, because we didn't touch on them once I mentioned it. Their schedule actually is really easy. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's good yeah, for like I saw it last I week. I can't, I, it's so hard to see them anything less than ten wins. I can't see the Pats and Colts jockeying for that number one wild card spot, so I'm not sure who, who exactly going to get it. But my three are Colts, Pats, and Chargers for sure. Right, Chargers, uh, Broncos, Bengals, Giants, Chiefs, Texans, Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, not a terrible one. Not two, a terrible two off the Broncos. You take at least one of those. You beat the. Texans, you beat, you beat the, the Texans, Giants. You beat the Giants. You probably maybe beat the Raiders if it matters. And then, mm-hmm. like, KC's a toss-up. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Transition, because we said it's the best time of the year. The best time of sports year means there's a whole bunch of different sports to talk about. So, we'll transition to the NBA, uh, where a, a lot of a lot of players we call are script flippers, who, who started the season maybe not off the right foot. We was ready to put them on the scrub list. This first player, oh, they were close. They're they're, this first player has close. been on the scrub list for a while, <laughs> but they're starting to change around, flip the script, as we say. So for the first one, I think this is a great place to start, especially for me and you, Jake. We can make fun of this player a lot, but Kristaps Porzingis, man, like has has always been not always, but has been built for the past couple of years as a very disappointing player. Had all the promise in the world coming into the league, the unicorn as people were built, and it's just kind of always been disappointing. Last playoffs, thirteen points per game, five point four rebounds, one point three assists on forty seven percent from the field. Since returning from injury this year, only has nine game sample size. But averaging 23, almost 24 points a game, 8.9 rebounds, 2.3 assists on 51 from the field. So, like, greener pastures starting to turn around. And, man, if you're Luka Doncic and you're Mark Cuban, like, that's got to be a breath of fresh air, right? Like, thank you. We're getting some kind of good level production from KP. Right. And Jalen Brunson, who but we're talking about. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But the, can it continue for KP? Can, can, yeah. Is this so sustainable? The, and this is the reason why. So, you looked, we talked about those last nine games. Luka missed a couple. Um, so you would expect that to mean it's inflated stats, but actually the opposite is true. If you look at this season that we've seen and all of last season, Chris has Porzingis production is so like not correlated with how Luka Doncic being on the court. I mean, he does the same thing. I know this from a fantasy perspective, just playing DFS every night. People will just get away from Porzingis all the time because they got Doncic. It doesn't matter. Porzingis is arguably better when Doncic is on the court than off it because the numbers are just the same. 
Yeah, well, I was looking up some of like the lineup stats, and it's if I was a Mavericks fan, it's scary stuff because I know that they kind of doubled down on their commitment to Chris Tops. Um, there was rumors that they were going to try and move him or that he was unhappy, and they seem to have worked everything out. Um, so when you go on to like the two-man lineup group in the NBA stats, the Doncic-KP duo has a net rating of minus 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, in 206 minutes of playing time this year. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> That's just not many games, though. That's the only thing about No, no, that. and yeah. right, so Kristaps uh, missed extended amount of time. Then, then when Luka's he came back, Luka yeah. missed. So you're right, and the early stretch of the season was not good for them. Mm-hmm. And they also had a little bit of a rough stretch, obviously, as you said, without Luka. But, like, you look at either of them. I went down all the two-man groups for the Mavs. There's only one group with – either Luca or KP involved that has a plus net rating. Right. And that is Luca and Brunson. I think it was like plus 2.7. Um, I, to be honest, I think that's probably a little bit more of like, we're playing good teams. I'm always playing with the starters and starters are getting beat up on. Yeah. Um, so I, to me, it's a little concerning and I, I don't know if it can continue. I just, th- I mean, they're 10 and seven on those numbers though. Fourth in the West. Correct. I mean, so I, I, I think, I don't I, I think getting back to Kristaps, we're seeing him back in form to where we thought he was going to be yeah. when he left the Knicks, and that's just a huge plus to all of this, right? This is something we said going into the season. Um, I forget who said it, and then I backed it up. Is that Kristaps finally got a full off season? Mm-hmm. He hadn't had that in his career, and how was well always for KP. banged up. Yeah, yeah he was well. always banged up doing something. He got a full off season this summer, which is showing dividends in the season so far and i think it's going to continue i was kind of going to go on that next point i, I completely agree with you man like i think like for for kp the, the, in sports your, your best ability is availability and for kp you never establish a rhythm if you can never stay on the court for an extended period of time and he it's it's always been there like i don't think anyone like everyone's so disappointed because no one can see him play and it doesn't look like it's there it looks like right. he lost it like there's just why is kp not playing well why is he not meshing with luca who hasn't been on the court like, get on the court for an extended period of time, I think we start to see a good Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, I'm, I'm pessimistic about the Mavericks. I think their coach is horrendous. He, he wasted years of Giannis and Middleton. <laughs> the kid leaves. Budenholzer makes them the perennial one seed, and then mm-hmm. they win the chip. Their win, they have a negative point differential this year. None of their wins are against really good teams. They beat the Raptors, the Rockets. The They split with the Clippers in a, in a back-to-back. But other than that, they've really beaten nobody. It's just... It's not working. They keep him is wasting Luka Doncic, and I think he's gonna want to leave if it keeps up. Yeah, he, it's, Matt said that he was like, <laughs> like he said that he was like Ugh. honestly, like, and I've this isn't. I mean, it is probably a hot take, but I've said it on here before. I'm not sure Luka's play style is conducive to winning. Like, I just don't. I mean, it's the same thing we talk about with Russell Westbrook, with the you know when you're upwards of 39 40% usage rate even if it's the playoffs it's just like it, that's too easy to shut down for a team and when that's how you play but it's out of necessity i would say it's out of ne- not with, for, for russ it wasn't out of necessity russ russ drove players away doing that i think luka it's always been out of necessity i mean you've got brunson who can i think create, it's more of a harden high usage than it is yes. a westbrook high usage and harden won 
Well, mm, regular, he, he was perennially a top seed. I don't think it's hard and high usage because hard and high usage is till the end of the shot clock, and your your next pass is it's going up. Like it's it's a it's a I, one I mean pass like a, away. One one. I mean shot like efficiency wise, so Westbrook's always been an efficient. Luca's been efficient. Right, I hear you. I hear you. Um, let's let's move on. That that's a whole other conversation. We can get on another day. Yeah, I, I, I liked where that was going. There, yeah. I liked where that was going. But we, flame up, Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always don't have time for that one. This next one, this guy needs our his just due from us because we got on him a lot. And that's Paul George, Pandemic P, who I think it's it's officially gone. I think I've said it a couple of times that it's gone. Um, you held on for it for too long. I remember it was, doing it those was playoffs funny. ones, bro. It was. Funny. What about the flip right here, though? It's it don't, it's it's. it's that was the only one back in Paul George in the playoffs. I'm actually it's, gonna it's be. Definitely, it, it's definitely. He had a good playoffs flip. last year. Yeah, gr- no, he had a, led, had a great playoffs yeah. last he year. He led the Los Angeles Clippers to the Western Conference Finals. No Kawhi. You guys are finally Kawhi realizing. couldn't no do that. Kawhi. Didn't realize. I'm not finally realizing anything. I'm not finally realizing anything. I know what I saw in the bubble. I know what I saw last The Clippers made the conference finals that had never happened before. Ever and it's all it's all for Paul George. His 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 and like, they beat the one seed to do it. Let's, when let's, Kawhi got hurt, let's talk that's about when Paul George. We're talking about script flipping. That's where the script flip for me. Right. Let, let's talk about the skeletons in the closet. The 2021 bubble playoffs. 20 points a game. Uh, six rebounds. About four assists on under 40 percent from the field. 39.8 from hitting the, field. the side of backboard. Hitting the side. It was it was terrible. It was it was absolutely it was absolutely terrible. But I watched him last year. Like like Matt said. Like Kyle's alluding to. Beat the number one team in the playoffs. Go to the Western Conference Finals and honestly give the Suns a, gr- a great series too. Didn't play great every game, but gave the Suns, especially games two and three, gave the Suns a, a heck of a game and nearly pulled that one out too. So I- I'm giving Paul George all his credit. I just know what I saw, man. I just know what I saw. Kyle, but if I mean, so just to make things clear, that is a Mickey Mouse Western Conference Final. Uh, according according to you, that's a Mickey what Mouse you, chip. Uh, but the Western Finals that they are. Oh no! No, pandemic P was bad in that. My my point was that last year during the playoffs, and I think it was because they were playing the Suns, and James didn't want to give it up. But you guys also agreed. I was saying that like Paul George is hooping. Like Paul George is about to do this, bro. He did every week. Like he was playing my team in the Western Conference. No, but even after that or before that too, when they played the Jazz, like three straight weeks, I'm telling you guys, I'm like, yo. Paul George is starting the hoop, and then you want to get off the pandemic P. But we're about to flip. It's fine. I feel like Paul George's I, flowers I feel like I feel in. like I gave Paul George's flowers in the playoffs last year. Y'all did. I feel, bro. Like, I feel, like, I remember I feel being like I was coming around. George, I, I don't think I held. He I was, might have held on, held on to it because I held two points all last playoffs. So it was the Sixers, which I was really wrong about, and it was Paul George's way better than everyone. Or, or maybe right this what I, I think I was just very quick. Like when he when he had a bad game in the playoffs, I think I was just very quick to jump back on him. But I was giving him. Well, no, he needs a meme. Like so, you have to. It's just too. You have to. A little bit. Let's give him his flowers now. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, absolutely. I'm a, let me go last. Okay. <laughs> he's not getting flowers for me anymore. <laughs> I, already, I already gave him his flowers. Yeah. I'm, I'm so he right he's having his best year in LA this year without Kawhi Leonard. Um, in terms of since he's came to the Clippers, he has a high in points, twenty six point four uh, rebound, seven point eight this year, and assist per game, five point three. He's also putting up the most shots on the team, twenty two. Career 2. high, five point three. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, this is all without Kawhi, and they're ten and eight, I believe, um, fifth in the Western Conference. He, they've been, and the, the staggering part is that even without Kawhi, they are the second uh, highest defensive rating in the league this year, seventh highest net rating. So they've been good. Um, I haven't taken a full look back through their schedule, but it's been a lot because Paul George is leading them. Yeah, uh, I'm nervous about this, to be honest. 
The difference is we saw it last year in the bubble. He was able to come in and be productive. Two years ago in the bubble. I'm no, out, not I, bubble. No, not for last year in the playoffs. Yeah, Paul George sure. was able to come in and be very productive. We were talking about wiping the cam. Right now is what concerns me, though. He's had five games in November with over five turnovers after none previously to start the season. Two of those games, he had eight turnovers. They're starting to lose now. They've lost three out of their last four. And arguably, I think their team, and he's obviously the face right now. I get it. Um, but I think arguably their team is better than it was even in the playoffs last year. We're seeing Reggie Jackson, who had a great playoffs, continuing on that same path, but now he has a backup point guard, Eric Bledsoe, that is playing amazing. Luke Kennard's had some really big games. Terrence Mann's had really big games. Batum is doing more now because he has to. When last year the identity was, remember, they went small in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So now they have Batum and Zubac in that are playing better than that, right? No Marcus Morris, I get it. That's a little different. Or was it Marquise Morris? I was... I guess one Marcus. of them. <laughs> Keith. Keith. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing is now that like they're starting to lose games now. They're 10-8. and eight. They started really hot. I'm a little nervous about Paul George just because he's been – it's been more inconsistent than me. He's also been he more been inefficient than he has in the yeah. past. And yeah. a lot of that's because he's taking the load from Kawhi. Right. But even when he did that in the playoffs, we were seeing 40-point nights all the time. 30 points at least. He has a game in November where he didn't even get to 20. And he has another one where he had 20, another one where he well, had 21. Also, it's, I, it's tough. I I just want to finish real quick. I think Paul George is fine. Great player, has the capabilities to lead this team. We've seen it not even five months ago. But I think we have seen a little drop-off from that. And not having Kawhi being the man there, 10-8. and eight, I mean, this team's good enough to be better than 10-8 and eight right now. Um, and I, I just see a little bit, a little inconsistency from Paul George that I'm not used to. Yeah, well, the, I get that this team is 10-8. and eight. They're still a void of Kawhi. Like, and no matter how much you, you square it. On when both you, ends. When you, take out, when you take out your best yeah. player, one of the best two-way players in the league, there's only so much. Your team was built to have him in it. Dude, I don't think you're ever going to be, like, the best you can ever be or the best team in the league better than, you know, most. Right. When, when you, your whole game plan was built around this guy and he's, he's not there. But what I'm seeing from Paul George that I think is leading us to, to seeing the kind of tenacious player that we saw in Indiana, he's not deferring to anybody anymore. He's not number two anymore. And I think the thought of, let me just keep it afloat until Kawhi gets back, I think that's done. I think it's like, right. hey, man, it's, 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 you know, it's my house until parents come home. It's my house until Kawhi comes home. And he's just owning that instead of, you know, just like I've said, keep the ship alive until the best player comes back. Own the fact that you are now the best player on your team. Right. Take the most shots on the floor. Have the most assists. Have the highest usage rate. And you get back to being Paul George. There's no there's no deference. There's no timidness anymore. Yeah, and as you said, like Kawhi and him are similar, very similar players, um, both in terms of like what they can do on offense and defense. You take Kawhi out of there now, Paul George, not only are you putting more shots up, you're also engaged the entire time uh, against the other team's best wing, sometimes best ball handler, all night. Yeah. Like, definitely a different kind of uh, meal plan there for him. Oh, 100%. A as you said, he's now the guy. And that's why I forgive some of the efficiency And then stuff. the offense is predicated but to him. But the only thing is, we like, my point is that, like, he was no number two last year with the the championship two rounds in sight. And he, they killed the Jazz, and then they get, have some very competitive game against the Suns. I just saw a exactly. level of play there. Yeah. But I just saw a level of play there that I'm not seeing. Anymore. Also, the ball. You can't forget the ball. What? He was complaining big time that uh, George was yeah, about yeah, the changing uh, yeah. in the ball. That's why, yeah, that, right, that's why he's right. not hitting his threes. <laughs> right. because I, I I, I, Paul George is still one of the best players in the league. He's still, what, like third in the league in scoring this year. So right, right. he's up there. I agree. I, I just think that this team needs Kawhi back and healthy. He's not the guy that can carry the weight anymore like he did in Indiana a couple of those years. I agree. You, you, with how competitive the West is in the league, 
you gotta he, he's not never been the guy i know he was third in mvp voting one year he was really never the third best player in the league he's always been in that like seventh to 15th best player and he's he's proven his playoff he's gotten rid of his playoff uh baggage last year and he's keeping the ship afloat, which is his job until Kawhi comes back. I don't know. I, 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 I'm a little more optimistic on Paul George. It's crazy. I'm more I'm optimistic, optimistic on Paul George to you. I'm just worried because I haven't seen it this year. And I, I've I seen flashes. I hear, but I, I want to see it every night, not every other night. Out of this type of player, every night. That's I think thing. there's something to be said for it being, what, 18 games in the season, right. 20 games in right. the season. Yeah, yeah. And who knows when we're gonna like when they're gonna have Kawhi back? But there's a level of ex- of expectation that Kawhi is gonna be here, and it's and he's not. So okay, we got to figure this thing out on the fly. And how do we get to it? And the fact that Paul George has gotten us off to a ten and eight start when we've seen the Bucks struggle, we've seen the Lakers struggle, we've seen other teams in the NBA struggle, the Sixers struggling without Embiid. Like the the fact that we we have this here ten and eight is not. It could be much worse. It's good. I just player. think that they are better than that. I hear, I hear you. Um, we're going to go down to the last person who's starting to, to flip heads. And this one, is, it's if you're a basketball fan, this one makes you smile, man. Right. DeMar DeRozan founding what he had in Toronto with the Chicago Bulls, Bulls, who are just as a team, as individual narratives, are all continuing the narrative of most impressive or most improved into the season. DeMar DeRozan is the last staple. Um, in 2016-2017, his best year on Toronto, 27 points per game, uh, a, 29, a 20 field goal attempts, 46%. From the field this season, 20, 26 points per game, 18 field goal attempts, 49% from the field, six in the NBA in scoring. The Bulls are off to a roaring start. DeMar DeRozan, like, isn't flipping the script from how we started till now, is flipping the script of the last couple of years. People think he's downing out too. DeMar DeRozan might find himself on an all NBA team this year. Might be playing his best season of yeah, his career, it's, it's honestly. Great. It's like great. that last year in Toronto was really good right before Kawhi came in. Mid range game is not dead. Right. I, I always got to say and it. Mid range game is not dead. The thing is, is too, like he's sixth in scoring in the league at 26.3 points. Well, the two guys above him are only 26.4 points. So like 0.2 points more, and he's fourth in the league in scoring. Mm. And that's with Zach Levine being seventh in the league in scoring right behind him. I mean, we talked about the Bulls finding their mold, and it's just so interesting to me. And I was never a big DeMar DeRozan guy. I thought he was, you know, worthy of the attention, but not on that A grade of superstars. We could be flipping my switch, like my script on that now. I mean, like he's having a great year. I'm, I was actually kind of surprised. I'm surprised he's won the leading score on the Bulls. And I'm surprised he's scoring this well because I thought it was going to be Showtime Chicago. And it, and it looks like that at points, right? You have Lonzo Ball who loves the open floor, Zach Levine who's a high flyer, guys who can get up and down the floor. But they have such a balance when you have those two who command the open floor. But then when it's time to go to the half court, who we got? We got DeMar Rose and Nick Vooch, two of the best half court players in right. the NBA. Who you give it to them in the half court and they shine. And I got my young bucks who, if teams want to make it a track meet, we got something for y'all too. The Bulls are a story of a team that's built so well that everyone makes everyone yeah. better. I was just about to say. Like right. Lonzo, Levine, so well. DeRozan, Vucevic. All having great They years. all, all just slide together and it's like they're meant to play together for mm-hmm. this long, and they all bring out each other's best. Uh, Levine gives DeRozan, and I always thought that would be like a little like ball hoggy worry, but no, they're playing it perfectly with each other. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And Ball is facilitating to them perfectly, and then Vucevic, it's just, they're such a fun team. And, and DeRozan is like the basketball lovers, like, Feel good shining, story, yeah. Object well, that shows like, absolutely. Oh, look how nice this is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny because for a while it was like, oh, well, Demar Derozan, his best asset or best, best, I guess, ability is his mid-range game, 
And for a while, you know, during the Golden State run, it was out. It's all about three pointers, not the mid range. And secretly, quietly, he was getting better and better in San Antonio. He he really upped his efficiency. And now, come now, he's in Chicago. You look at like the breakdown of where he's shooting it. So we talk about 2016 in Toronto being his best year. 92% of his um, shot attempts came inside uh, the three-point arc. They were two-pointers. Now it's down to 86.7. He's up to 13% of his shots being threes compared to 8% back then. And the big part, here's the big one, 35.6% from three this year. A huge step up from the mid-20s that he was the past couple of years. So like he's so, so quietly getting better in in the in the old school game and old head game, but then showing you like I, I can shoot with you, young buck sometimes yeah. too if you need. And, and that's what well, get better at the, the three game. This is his be- that that thirty six percent you said is his best three point yes. percentage of his career. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, I've been impressed. I'm happy we're seeing forty point Demar Derozan games again because there was a point. What was it? A two year stint right with the Spurs? Two years with them? I think three years. Three years. Three right? years. Two there and is, a half. Two and two and a There is a point where you were really thinking like Demar Derozan's. Probably prime is over. Who, who yeah. wants him? No yeah, one like, wants DeMar DeRozan. The prime is probably over. Well, he, now he now seeing... goes into Trevor Ariza category where he's old head who, who leads you know a, a team who needs one more piece to a to a title. That's I why I thought he was. He was give, starting I to slide. Way more than Trevor Ariza. Was no, no, no. He, yeah. he was. That's what I'm saying. He was starting to go to. Yeah, that but like that was the right, fear. Right, right. That was the fear. But like PJ Tucker is like one piece to a title team recently. But the thing is like PJ Tucker's stats. Man, don't look much different than Trevor Ariza's bro. Yeah, but the thing is like. You don't see many players that have played this long in the league. He said he's been in the league a while. DeMar DeRozan have probably their best year, 10 plus years into their career. Yeah. After coming off of, you know, two and a half, three, whatever it was with the Spurs of really like a downswing of everything around the board. So I've been really impressed. Just giving you, he's a pro's pro, man. Like I'm just going to give you that, that constant professional production night in and night out. And it's someone who rising stars like Zach Levine and maybe Lonzo Ball can really lean on. And we talked about how well the Bulls are constructed. Um, Zach Levine still leads the team in clutch field goal attempts. So even though DeMar is scoring, I know when the game is on the line, I, I know who to, who to get out the way and defer to, yeah. which also is just being a veteran statesman. All right, we're going to round out kind of the back end of this episode. And of course, tomorrow is my favorite holiday of the year, one of the best holidays mm-hmm. of the year, and Thanksgiving. And everybody's going to get to pig out. And, and have kind of their, their best dishes, their all-time dishes at the Thanksgiving table. So we decided to get a little Thanksgiving themed here on Straight Facts. And you know how we always put teams in the categories, all, all-time teams, all-NBA teams, all-NFL teams. We got our all-Thanksgiving teams mm. here at Straight Facts. That's, a, that's the best team to have right there. People man. skip over Thanksgiving like it's nothing. Talk moving about it. Cri- moving Talk to about Christmas it. like Talk Thanksgiving doesn't exist. Thanksgiving, you have the three Fs. Food, football, family. You just can't beat it. Rank yeah, them. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Don't go there. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do that. Gonna do that. Just, just, that's a three-way tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, family. I was say family, <laughs> football, <laughs> food. Get it. That's exactly what I was going to answer, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You were playing family. All right, so we're going to go down the list here, and you're going to get your first team and second team, all Thanksgiving teams. You get a side, you get a potato, you get a dessert. Turkey's really assumed. Tur- Turkey's assumed, and all the big ones are out the way. I want to know your sides, your potatoes. People sleep on how many dishes got potatoes in them. Hella potatoes. And, and your dessert. So I want to hear your first team and second team, Jake. Go ahead. Okay, so this is actually a little bit I, – I don't know if it's oxymoron, something like that. I can't have dairy, but my favorite dish of all time is mac and cheese. And And, and – that is it's cruel and unusual punishment. It's st- but that honestly, is cruel and unusual. You just take the L. 
You're I might like, have to take. Me. I will. It's a first teamer. Like you, sometimes you really have to take those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sell your recruiting bench. Recruiting sanctions. You sell your bench for the for the All Star. Yes, for sure. <laughs> the bench gets sold. That's for sure. Um, so we go mac and cheese for the first side. We get so sweet potato casserole. I'd say this is kind of like my out there one. I, I think one of you guys also had. Why'd this. you turn it into a casserole, man? Because you, you also put, there's like some marshmallow type stuff that goes in there. So can, candy yams. Very much similar. Gotcha. You got brown sugar. Mm-hmm. I don't, like sweet potatoes, just regular sweet potatoes. I'll just put one of them in the air fryer and eat one of those and that'll be my lunch. I yeah, love sweet a, potatoes. No, I'm a, yeah, I'm a weirdo for that. <laughs> but that's why, for that one. that's why you got to put it on first team for me. And then, I mean, this is the OG for dessert, pumpkin pie. If you're not going to have pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, I don't know when you're having pumpkin pie. So that's why, for that reason, it's got to be first team. And then run through the second team really quick. Stuffing. That's my, my got to, got to, utility got to, got man. To. Versatile. Very versatile. Uh, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Another classic. And then this one. This is my. This is like my JV. My Jonas Valanciunas. I put him on my third team All-NBA. I got pecan pie. Huh, huh, pecan pie. Huh. Yeah, I used to be that Bo- way. Bobot. The Bobot of pies. That John's JV. You no, look down and pecan pie is 17 and 14. No, the Bobon 70% pies. shooting somehow. That's all I got to say. Bo- pecan pie. The Bobon of pies. It's, it's going to get put in at the very end. <laughs> but magically, it's going to get a slice or two. But it's it's going to get, get a plate or two. But, but it gets, it's the Bobon. Kyle, first and second team. First team, the side is stuffing. For me, I don't know it's why. Bad. This it's is bad. my actual favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving. I don't know if we just make it really good because I've heard people be like, stuffing, that's whatever. I love stuffing. I just came around to stuffing. Right. I love lie. the stuffing. That's the leftovers. I might have to stop yeah. like at Acme tonight because I heard my mom say like there might not be many leftover stuffing. Oh, you got to go handle that. You got to go handle that. She didn't buy enough. You go so that. we might not even have leftovers. So I may need to do that. Uh, <laughs> you got to go handle that. Potato. I got to pick on It's mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Potato, I'm not a huge potato guy, but I like them. They're fine. Mashed potatoes will be my potato and my. My dessert's going to be that that first slice of pumpkin pie. <laughs> the, that first slice of pumpkin pie always hits different. Your stuff, the four o'clock or the you know second half of the game's on. You grab that, put the whipped cream on in that half. That's always good. Uncle sitting in the parking lounge. Next to <laughs> right. And we'll move to the second team. My side's going to be green beans. Slept on one. Wow. I'm not. A, I'm not huge on like, yeah, yeah, on like yeah. the cranberry. I'm not. I hate the cranberry. Um. So I'm gonna go. The green beans. My mom throws like bacon in it. She gets wild with was, it. Okay, but that, it works that, out. That makes sense. I'm like, why? How are green beans? But it works out. Team, but she remixes. But it works out. Uh, my second potato is nothing because I hate sweet potatoes. Like they, wow, I what? hate sweet potatoes. They're my worst. So second, you're really team, gonna say that with me sitting right here? You right. heard what I said about sweet like, and I don't he like watch me watch you said, and I don't like mashed potatoes crazy. enough to double up like I'm about to do on dessert. Yo, yo, no, Dude, no, I hate potatoes. Sweet potatoes are gratin, cheesy potatoes. Y'all just stop. So like the way we do the, I guess you know. The way we do the mashed potatoes, I guess it's really not mashed potatoes. It's more like the cheesy ones. Yeah. So that'll be like my first. Yeah, whatever. cheesy potatoes. Yeah, but no, potato second. Get sweet potatoes out of here. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. But And then my dessert second team. That's wild. My dessert second team. That's that second slice of pumpkin pie. <laughs> no, you, know I'm coming back. Pies, man. you know I'm coming back for seconds. And that, one, with pies. and that one hits almost just as good as the first one does. <laughs> You you crack that one out during the the night game. Y'all, you y'all that put one anything late. on it? Any any cool whip? Whipping, any ice cream? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool you, you, whip? Any, anything? You warm I mean, it up I, first too? I can't. But dude, and people sleep on Jake, like dude, I'm so people sorry. sleep on the crust, the <laughs> crust <laughs> of the pumpkin pie. If you get a good crust on the pumpkin, that's good too. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Okay, first second team, Matt. I'm gonna make a little audible from what's on the list. So a little surprise, but first first team side stuffing. Stuffing is the perfect. It's just the perfect side. 
You mix it with the potatoes. Yep. You mix it with the turkey. Yep. The le- next leftover day, you shove it in a sandwich. Right. It's Versatile. just it's, Versatile. it's a Versatile. utility, man. You add anything, anything. Even anything if you need the gravy gets on it, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's no, like no. if Wilson Valdez was there, right? Please, please put some gravy on it. So, um, first team, I, I don't know why I put casserole. I think I just kind of mind. It's just sweet potatoes. My okay. first team potato. Okay. Yep. Uh, and they're just solid, but straight sweet potatoes. Because, I'm with Kyle. Like a baked sweet potatoes. Baked sweet potatoes. You got to salt them a little bit. Yeah, they're they're good. And <laughs> he's with me. Matt's with me. Salt them. You get a little salt, a little salt, salt butter, some like that. Air, air, air fries them. You got a problem with yeah. salt? And Jake, them? if I ever see you air fry a sweet potato, <laughs> no, and no, it you put it. All right, look, you're so asleep on this. Viewers at home, put if you have an air fryer, put a sweet potato in some tin foil. Bam, four hundred for like. I don't know, you do like 40, 30 minutes, I don't know, until you like it and it's soft. Pull that joint out, maybe put some olive oil on it before it goes in to cook. I'm telling you, you will thank me. I'm going to start open that joint up, you will thank me. I'm going to start a GoFundMe to get Jake some groceries because clearly <laughs> everyone just eating stress. I just re-upped on sweet potatoes, I'm good. <laughs> my first team all dessert is my mom makes this oatmeal pie. It's the most delicious thing ever. I've never heard anyone else yeah, make it. We yeah, were, we were saying, yeah. when we were looking at this and we were all in here. Waiting. Not going to lie, we're kind of making fun of it. Yeah. Well, it sounds weird. I it's said like, you can make a pie out of anything. Why would you choose oatmeal? <laughs> no, it's like it's like sweet. It's got like a small little crunch What's in the it. Consistency, so it's like a little crunch. It does yeah, it's got a crunch and like gooey in the middle. I think like oatmeal flavor in a in something baked is really good. So yeah. like I, I, I can see being so good. Yeah, I can see being good. Search that one out. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who else makes it. So second, second team. team so, gravy, gravy. I don't know if that counts as a side, Matt. Because I don't think you've you never seen Matt work the gravy before, bro. That's counting. My it's, brother's it's actually the big gravy guy, it's but a sauce. it's it's a it's a side. It's a sauce on the side. You can I'm not it, go. It, it's my fault. Why don't you break it break it down, break it down the no, 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 This is this is this is my protest. I love mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is not a staple of my family's Thanksgiving. It, it, it is. It isn't necessarily. I know a lot of people who are like, it's, it's, it's not my, it's, I, not me. Not me. I'm about to say, it's my first team, but I do know I've heard that before. Yeah, people are like, yeah, I love I don't mac do and it. cheese, but it's you not don't like need them people the, in your life. Green yeah. beans is a good shot. My mom makes there's a little bacon bits and yeah, like the garlic and too. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm subbing out my. Ma- I didn't really like mashed potatoes. I just put a second potato there because it's there. I'm subbing out. I'm putting a soup. We make, we make this pumpkin soup, and we got this flatbread mm. that we dip it in, and it's delicious. That sounds good. It actually perfect. sounds good. Yeah, it actually sounds really good. It's really, really good. It's not a potato, but it sounds really good. <laughs> It'll be a potato <laughs> on the graphic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and second team dessert, pumpkin pie. It's a classic. You got to have it there. Yes. Even though I'm, on the pie. I'm not the biggest fan of pumpkin pie, but you got to have it there. Okay. Let me, I'm going to teach y'all something. There's one pie I'll put on, but I mean, that first and second slice is too good. It, it, that, 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 that pie's got to be 13. Yeah, it's too All right. good. Here goes my list. My first team, first side is mac and cheese. I mean, that's I don't really gotta say too much about it. Right. Just just mac and cheese is an all timer. It's my the way my mom makes it, five five cheese mac and cheese. That's what my mom does with bacon too. But she doesn't make it that much on Thanksgiving. She makes it on Christmas all the time. I kinda like your family's mindset with the bacon. bacon Tell your mom to put the bacon in it. I'm I'm gonna have to say that. I'm not gonna suggest her doing it on Thanksgiving. You're trying to get me killed. It's it's so good though. Yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna try one time. Um, second one is mashed potatoes. Um, I, I, I kind of make my own mashed potatoes where, like, before I put the gravy on, I put butter and some cheese in a little bit and then right. put, put, put the gravy right. in it. So my own mashed potatoes, I love them. Um, if I had to pick a first-team mashed potato, it's right there. And then dessert, first team is sweet potato pie. Like, I, I get y'all what y'all uh, talking about with pumpkin. That's not the one I I'm intrigued for. with oatmeal. 
But if y'all ever had sweet potato pie now, see, so on, here's man. one thing I've never had it, and I've always wanted to try what? it. It's I feel like it's mom, mom. I know you're listening to this pod, mom. I gotta bring my guys some sweet potato pie. They gonna love you, it, man. It they sounds you. good, like bro. I'm, you, like bro. I'm talking I'm, sweet potato. I'm Mr. Sweet Potato. <laughs> like, so like, I'm I'm sure I would like it. I'm just. I know it. I'm talking to sweet potato head. So like, I, I I'm I'm definitely gonna put it in the air fryer. You'll like it. My, <laughs> my second side, my second side is stuffing. I'm I really do think it's it, to me it's blossoming to the KD so of, good. of of Thanksgiving dessert. It can score in any way. We we talked about it. You put it on the side of anything, and I, I don't know if y'all have, have peeped the stuffing and mac and cheese combo yet. Mm. You're welcome for that one. You're welcome. For that's that a one. that's a level up. Oh, we don't always oh, do man. mac it's, and cheese. I hope we have it tomorrow. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, my second team potato. And this is where I'm really surprised y'all don't get more funky with the potatoes. Is the cheesy potatoes? So like, right, you like the little the cherry potatoes. Um, bake them, cut them up, and then put them in like a creamy cheese sauce, mm. almost like potatoes are ground, but it's like less, you know fancy and more right. kind of just cheese and right. cream and it's ew. That sounds it's good. yo it's so good my nana makes it. it it's the best it doesn't always get thanksgiving play but if we go to my mom's side it gets thanksgiving it's play too and it's great and then my my second team dessert it's not pumpkin pie i'm sorry pumpkin pie is there i see it but this is to me just all around fall not thanksgiving how about some like hot apple pie with yeah, ice cream that was the other one i was gonna say i see the, the apple, apple pie, the apple, and you talked about the crust on the pumpkin. A nice yeah, apple crumb right pie with a right wool. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, give it to me, man. That's right that's. That was that was my toughest omission. I'd say. Me too. And, and here, and I, and I hear y'all about pumpkin pie. I really do. I like pies are so good, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of really good pies, dog. You know, right. I'm honestly excited talking about this now. I'm like getting excited. <laughs> like, I can't wait. I can't wait to get up and get. My reasoning was like, I'm always getting the first slice of pumpkin pie. And to be honest, every Thanksgiving I get that second slice, and I don't touch that apple pie until the next day for leftovers. There you go. That's there just too go. much. Pie. That's the next. That's the but, next day. Look, yo, that's I'm also I'm also leftover leftover mm-hmm. man. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. me. So like, I love Thanksgiving because I got lunch for like the next two weeks, man. Like, I'm right. not afraid to eat this turkey until mid. Through, so stuffing stuffing is OP. Lunch lockdown you for next week. That's why I need to go get some, till, bro. Till December fourteenth. Like I'm 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 in there, but. We will round out this episode, of course. We can always get some shots up at the buzzer. Who's got a shot up at the buzzer? I, I got a fun bet. I told you guys. I didn't tell you who. Uh, so there is a player who I recently bet on to win Defensive Player of the Year. That Before you jump me when I say the name, I don't think he's going to win, but he very well could. I saw a stat come across my Twitter feed. Opponents are shooting a 34.9% oh, no. when guarded by this player, the lowest mark in the league by any player. Who's about to say? 150 oh, shots defended. It's Wait, 9% lower <gasps> than a normal field goal percentage, also the best mark in the league. Stop. That player plays for the Washington Wizards, and that player is Denny Avdia, 490 oh, to 1 God, to win Defensive dude. Player of the Year. You're 491. You put down $2, you're taking home 1000 I'm not you're saying down. it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. But – let him keep this up till the end of the year, and you get Kevin O'Connor, and you get the stack community looking at it. There's going to be a couple videos about it. Kevin O'Connor, he's calling you out by name. Kevin, please, I need this. Help him with it. But yeah, he's I got think, some debts. Yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> there's some on this. But right. I think, I think beyond him winning, he is another. Like we talked about the Wizards a few weeks ago, he's a big reason as to why they are as good as they are defensively. Right. The fifth best team in the NBA. I can see him right. landing on a surprise like third team All NBA. He, he's Dort way stuff. likelier some, to yeah, do yeah, something yeah. like that. Right. Some Dort stuff. Just tell me the last time a defensive player of the year wasn't a starter. 
Like <laughs> right, no, and it, it's it's incumbent upon him becoming the starter. Right. I think that that's realistic, though. Like on some nights, they start Have to be KCP. If KCP goes downhill with the three point shooting, I don't know, I'm just making right. up stuff. No, Who that's knows? tough. But like that's tough. 490 to one, I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, jump yeah. on. Huh? I'm not. Gonna, I just yeah. checked because I was curious. I'm like, oh, they don't have him, and he was the very last player listed. Kyle, what you got to say at the buzzer? Man, I just want to say I'm thankful, bro. Yes, sir. Thanks, bro. It's, it's the it. season. I, we didn't really mention it. We were more talking about food. But, I mean, Thanksgiving is more about just the food and the football. It's that I third F. It's that family. I just got a job. I started this week, full-time job. So, I'm thankful for yes, that. Sir, sir, thankful for this pod, bro. We're going up. We got a lot of places to go here. And yep. just everything's been going well lately. So, I'm just thankful. It's time of the season. It's time to be that. I, yes, that, I love that, man. That's my, that's my favorite at the buzzer of the year, man. Just be thankful. Okay. I started working at an AT&T store recently. And you people have to be nicer <laughs> to your grandparents. She's not thankful. Oh, no, man. No, I got a lady. She called the AT&T store asking how to send a picture to her son on an iPhone. Oh, my god! And she I said, oh, sorry. I was trying to explain to her. She couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. She drove 15 minutes to the store no. for me to It's like. Guys, you got to <laughs> help out your elders. They didn't grow up with this technology. Yeah, talk, talk to they your gotta mom. Gotta learn. You got to learn. You got to. How do you download an app? What is Matt, what you is think- what is YouTube? It's, like, <laughs> I get these questions. I'm trying to like. I get people who are like talk asking about like the best features of that <laughs> Samsung Galaxy Fold Flip, this giant ass eighteen hundred dollar phone. And then I get people. It was just like, oh, I don't know. How come this app won't download? I'm like, oh, you have to hit install. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so you got to help these people they, out. Matt, they oh, would. Man. You have a job as a family member that you don't get paid for that you need to do instead of taking up my job that I get paid for. Yeah. They, they can't yeah. contact them. Matt, they're trying. They need <laughs> yeah. to help. Yeah. 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 Matt's okay, right, this so. Thanksgiving, talk to your elders. A great PSA. Teach them how to use their phones well. Right. Because it's going to be busy on holiday time. They're going to holiday time. They're a lot of sitting, they're going to get a lot of new technology they're, from the holidays. Yeah, they're going to be stuff. sitting in the AT and T or Verizon or T Mobile store for an hour, <laughs> mm. just waiting to see how you send <laughs> yeah, a Snapchat. Yeah. That's oh, right man. too. I on Christmas break uh, in college. You know how like Christmas targets always just flooded. Like targets always hiring just seasonally. I was home for like five weeks. I was like, I'll work there. I was in the technology department for five weeks around Christmas time. Matt is not lying. I mean, you have the people that are like, just like you said, what, why is this so good? Like, does this have a HD blah, 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 4K camera, blah, blah, blah. And then you get the people that come in and it's just like, I got too many. Apps. Like, how do I close how out my, my yeah, yeah, how do I close out my apps? How do I call? How do I call someone? It, 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 he's not lying. I know. Good luck. Be wondering, like, how, I only did it for five weeks, but good luck. It, it really, you really be having me wondering, like, how'd you get here? Like, how, how did you, how did you go right. about your day to day? Like, it's like, you don't know how to do this. Um, so yeah, great PSA for Matt. You know, help help your grand. I don't know how everybody else's grandparents are, but my grandma has literally the latest and greatest technology before I even hear of it. So she, she right. tells me about my iPhone. So I think my grandpa actually just got a new phone and texted my mom like I don't know how to do whatever. So we might be <laughs> teaching him tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Um, my at the buzzer is quick because I know I I probably share this common space with you three and a lot of people out there. When the, when the family comes together for the holidays, a lot of people find themselves of being the people in the room that everyone has to challenge their sports takes to. Like, I'm the guy who their uncle has to bring his crazy sports say, well, I got to dis- discuss why the Giants stink for the, for the third, fourth time that week to my one uncle or or why the Yankees buy all the, bought all their championships in 09. Like, it's just something I got to take. So this is me reaching out to y'all three, just, just extending a metaphorical just hug and, 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 and holding hand. It's everybody out there who has to deal with their entire family, just berating them with their nonsense sports takes because we're the people who – 
who we're the sports guys in the family. So, so right. we got we got to take those bullets. I get it on Christmas. Not oh man, it's brutal. I got the, dog. I got the side of the family on Thanksgiving. Takes. Oh, it's yeah. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> and then you and they be screaming at for for people who haven't you could tell haven't watched sports since their heyday. They yeah. just, and they all they can reference are sports that happened in the eighties. They all they can reference is Earl the Pearl Monroe, it, it, and I can't do it. Right, exactly. He's the best do, ever. I can't do it. Uh, all I get is it's like a mix of both of them. I'm like the stat verifier. Mm. Like, oh, what is he? What did he do that one? Oh, hey, Jake, look that up. Yeah. Like, right. my uncle's my dad. I'm like, all right, like, this right, has got to stop. Right. You guys have the same phones that I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're the straight facts guy. And yeah, that, that's exactly. what I get. Well, James, you're the straight facts guy. Right. So what happened? Yeah. Little, I I had to literally I will strangle my <laughs> uncle a couple years ago because he he didn't believe me that Philip Rivers was the best quarterback in Chargers history. He was trying to peg Dan Fouts at me, trying to peg. And I said, hey, man. I get that Dan Fouts at one point probably was the Chargers' best quarterback, right. but like we just gotta, we just gotta. Get That's a fair debate. We just gotta get in the modern era of football, though. But you know, if, if you know, if you had to side on one side of the coin, what, who's the Chargers? I'd have to actually think about it. Dan Fouts is in the Hall of Fame, and I don't think Philip Rivers should be. I have to think. If we're Dan not Fouts going down this rabbit hole. No, we're no, we're absolutely Phil not. Burr is a Hall of Fame. We're a Hall of Famer. We're Come just on. absolutely not going down this rabbit hole. But that was supposed to be an example, Matt. That was not supposed to be something for you to challenge me on. But the, I'll give my first bad sports take memory. It was like 2005-ish or 2000, yeah, 2005. Eagles were playing poorly. And we were watching a Lions Thanksgiving game. And my great uncle said, man, the Eagles could really use a quarterback like Joey Harrington. <laughs> stuck in that my mind. That might have shut down the holidays for me. That might have shut it down. But we will come to an end. Of this episode, just remember to be thankful, as Kyle said. And please, just from our Straight Facts family to yours, have a happy holiday, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time with your family. But that's all the time we have for this episode of Straight Facts. It was a good one, again, presented by the Up On Game Network. Shout out my guys, Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, and Stat Matt Robinson. I am James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up.